0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Take a Seat, a virtual invitation to sit down, unwind, unpack and reflect. We are all about learning new things here. We are all about transformation and evolution, that we are not linear beings. We are all about acknowledging that growth and healing sometimes require a little bit of self-confrontation, that sometimes maybe we are the problem. And through all of this, we are all about recognising how valid our feelings are, and being somewhat reassured by the collectiveness of our shared experiences. This space is a reminder of how wonderful, worthy, and truly deserving you are, just as you are. It is such an honour to have you here. Finally... We are a solo show today, and this season may mostly be solo as I give myself space and grace to work out all the kinks without the pressure of another person. However, do not worry, we will most certainly have guests at some point. If you know me, you know I love holding space and I'm packing with others, so that is absolutely on the cards. If you don't know me, then hey, I am Dr. Brittany, also known as Brittany Fun fact. Tarcessa is actually my middle name, which I use as a way to separate my professional life from my other endeavours, and also as an ode to my great-great-grandmother. My pronouns are she and her. I am a qualified doctor, currently specialising in mental health. I am a recovering people pleaser, a born-again boundary setter, a heartbreak survivor, standard raiser, saddy-to-baddy aficionado, and currently navigating... My soft lover-gal era. (laughs) It has been a challenge, to say the least. Love my mans. We are literally the same person. (laughs) He is honestly everything I have ever wanted and dreamed of in a partner, but really didn't even consider was a possibility. Just little things like someone who listens to my stories, enjoys them and remembers them, which I suppose is not really a little thing. Someone who's considerate and thoughtful... (laughs) like fills up my water bottle if it's empty or takes my plate away or does the dishes or anything like that. It's just amazing. <laughs> and he is just amazing. He matches my energy. He gives so much back to me and I really, really appreciate him. But it is still hard and not like the kind of hard that I've experienced before. More like those experiences force me to realize that fairy tales aren't necessarily true and movie romance is not necessarily reality based, which means I no longer expect a man to save me because I save myself or I no longer expect someone to complete me because I am a whole person or I no longer rely on one person to be everything for me because I realize that Expecting one person to fulfill all of your needs is unrealistic and a huge amount of pressure for that person. And that's why we have friends. (laughs) And the difficulty, I think, is that I'm not that hopeful, innocent, somewhat naive young girl that I used to be. And I'm still trying to reconcile all of those previous perceptions and also healing from all of the experiences I've had in the past. And you bring that stuff into your relationship And you need to have at least some awareness that you're going to show up with baggage. If you're above the age of zero, you have baggage. Actually, your prenatal experiences impact on you too. So as soon as you are formed within the womb, as soon as you are a zygote, you have baggage. And you are bringing all of that into your interactions. And therefore, you are most definitely bringing baggage into your relationships. And the older you get, the more you got. (laughs) So my baggage is a challenge, I am aware, I am not always aware when I am carrying it around until maybe some sort of collision has occurred, which could be an argument or it could just be me spiralling within myself. (laughs) But the difference from my past relationships is that I was carrying my own shit and the other person's and they had a complete lack of self-awareness or accountability for that. The beauty with this relationship is that I primarily carry my own stuff and I support him with his, whilst he carries his own stuff and supports me with mine. So it kind of ends up being us carrying the same amount as we were before. But it's like an actual partnership with each other, it's a shared experience, we work together, we resolve together, it's so refreshing. (laughs) So even though it is hard, there is also this ease to it and this feeling of comfort and safety and love without conditions and without having to earn it, which is so wonderful and I am so grateful. I guess this is your reminder that relationships are hard, but they shouldn't be hard. You should feel safe and secure and at peace and your nervous system should be resting And regardless of if you're in a relationship or not, if it's a situationship, maybe a brief entanglement, or a one-off get-together, you should always be treated with respect and dignity and care, period, no questions, because you are a beautiful, effervescent, magical being, and respect, dignity, and care are literally the bare minimums. So anyways, after that life update, I have some questions that some beautiful followers sent me through. Thank you so much. Please remember my response is very generalized, but also stems from my experience as a person, as a friend, as a family member, and also as a clinician. So not everything may be relevant to you or resonate with you. Just pick out what does and go with that. So the first question that I have today is... How do we not let our past bad experiences override our judgment when meeting a new guy or gal? I loved this question. It just felt so relevant, so on topic for me. (laughs) I think the first thing you always need to look at is yourself. And this is not just about interacting with someone new. The underlying concept here is how do we heal from past bad experiences? If we focus on the dating without healing or without putting in the inner work, then we'll either find it really triggering or we'll end up in the same situations we've been in in the past and it will just be the cycle. So it's really important to ensure you are putting yourself first. That it hasn't been a few months or a few years and you think, I'm good to go. You actually have to put in some work, put yourself first You have to remember to accept and forgive your past self. And sometimes that's an ongoing thing. Because we really did the best that we could at that time with the knowledge and skills we had at that time. So work on yourself. Find a therapist to help you through too. Work on your self-care routine. Not just those hair days, nail days, spa days. I mean like journal every single night. Wash your face every single night. Create intentional time with yourself every day. And some days you might miss them and that's okay. But just get back on and try again because all those little intentional moments will make the biggest difference. Those are your basic self-care needs. Build a life for yourself that you enjoy that doesn't necessarily require someone else to fuel it. Reevaluate your friendships and nurture the relationships that actually give back to you. This is your time of healing. Prioritize yourself. This period will really show that you can do it on your own and that you can find peace and contentment more and more on your own. And when you start dating, you won't need someone to fill that void for you, that actually you are a whole person. You complete yourself, you may be a princess, and you should be treated like a queen, but you are not a damsel, you are not a dependent, you make your own money, you butter your own bread, you want someone who gives to you, but who is a bonus to the life that you have already created. So if you do all of this, when it comes to dating, you will have boundaries and higher standards. You will have clearer intentions when entering the dating space, like, do I only want sex? Do I only want friendship? Do I hope for an actual relationship and I'm testing the waters? Or am I looking for the one? If you focus on yourself first then you will have more fulfilling experiences when it comes to dating and you will be able to remind yourself when you need to of all of those hard months and hard years where you put in the work to get to where you are now so that when you are triggered when you are feeling scared or worried about repeating a cycle about missing red flags about not trusting your own judgment you will remember that you are now in a place of more discernment, that you are coming with your cup overflowing, i.e. you are not working from a deficit looking for someone to fill that, and you will have built and cultivated and nurtured relationships around you to support you and remind you of the same. And maybe you will also have a therapist who can do that too. (laughs) So the long-winded answer, (laughs) which is very much my MO, is prioritize yourself. Focus on your needs first. Ensure that you create some boundaries for yourself and uphold them. Raise your standards because I can guarantee that they are not unreasonable. And make sure that you have clear intentions when you start dating. Know that healing doesn't ever really stop and you don't have to be fully healed when you enter a relationship or when you first start dating or when you first start having sex again. You just have to have the self awareness to know when you need to maybe retake some of that energy back into yourself or when you need to pause on something or when you need to actually just block someone from your life because they are not giving in the way that they should. And the that you deserve i kind of hope that answers your question but we have time for one more um the second question that we have today is i want to guide my significant other into working through unaddressed wounds that are manifesting through our relationship any advice on the best approach oh my gosh (laughs) i also really love this question again very relevant Very, uh, not triggering, but just a lot of memories. (laughs) Look, similar to before, my first suggestion is actually to check in with yourself. Check in with your energy within the relationship as well. How are you feeling? How much capacity do you have at the moment? And how much are you willing to give to this endeavor? And for how long? What do you feel like that looks like for you And where is your limit? Because my second thought is that you have to make sure that your significant other in this situation actually wants to go along that path as well. We all come with baggage, like I mentioned before, and that is totally okay and normal, but is this something that they are actually wanting to work on and explore further? Or is it something that they're only doing for you? Or is it something that they're not interested in at all and you kind of want to covertly assist with that? It's really important to know that no one can take a healing journey for someone else and no one can embark on that if they are not willing to as well, which is really hard. Especially when you feel so much for someone, when you really care for someone, you obviously want them to be at their best and it's really challenging when you can see things that are hurting them and things that they may need to address, but you still can't take that for them. They've got to do it for themselves. If you've checked in with yourself, if you've checked in with them and all of those things are in alignment. My suggestion then would be to maybe find a therapist, specifically a psychotherapist, to see regularly and start talking about some of those things in an open, safe and unbiased space. Because even though you may provide that to them in some ways, you also have to know that you're not their therapist. And just like we talked about before, you can't be everything for one person and it is possible that they may not want to talk about some things for fear of hurting you or because they care about you too so having someone unbiased somewhat removed can be really helpful for talking through these problems and i said before psychotherapist because they generally trend towards holding space and talking therapy. If there's something or a really specific problem that you're trying to work through, then a psychologist might be a good option too. Sometimes they're a little bit more expensive and The kind of treatment plans are a bit more goal-orientated and longer term. However, that really depends. It's really confusing, so you may need to shop around or you may need to check in with some people about if they have any recommendations or any thoughts possibly based on your situation. Either way, it's just really important for you not to be carrying the burden of being the therapist for your significant other. Alternatively... You could guide them towards some groups that talk through some of these things um, to talk about mental well-being together. There are some men's groups that I have seen on Instagram. But I'm also really careful about men who have not done the work for themselves, who don't have that great self-awareness, and who are advertising some of these programs for hurting men and calling it healing so I'm really conscious of that and I'm not saying it's everybody I'm just saying you have to be really cautious with the types of groups you get involved with and maybe make sure that it is something that is going to work for you so in summary check in with yourself check in with your partner and then maybe look for Unbiased, independent support. But I think it's really awesome if he is willing to take this journey. I just realise I've presumed he's a man, but it could be anybody. <laughs> it's really cool that you're thinking about this journey, and if they are open to that, it's really cool to be embarking on it. And it is a challenge, but to be honest, most of life is a challenge. So Is it really any different to normal? (laughs) And if it means we can interact in the world and have more fulfilling experiences in our lives, then why not? So anyways, those are some of the questions that I received. Thank you so much for sending them through. They were really cool to look at and think about and construct some answers about. If you have any other questions, if you have any stories, please send them through to takeaseat.thepodcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram as well and then I can get back to you. I can put it on the show. That will be really cool. Um, I think we've come to the end of the show. I've been looking at the time and I'm surprised at how fast that went. I thought I was talking slow, I generally talk quite fast so I'll replay this and see but thank you so much for being here it is such an honor to have you here I'm so privileged I'm so grateful if you want to see more then please subscribe and follow to stay updated if you loved it or have any thoughts please let us know by leaving a review or comment and again send us your stories can't wait to see you next week for more have an amazing rest of the week and keep thriving.